Hello, welcome to A Weekly Word. I'm Pastor Eric Tritton from Gloria Day Lutheran Church in Hudson, Ohio, and this is A Weekly Word, where for the next couple weeks we're talking about the purpose of the church. And I'm doing this looking through the lens of Gloria Day's mission statement. Now, I do think that this is an important question for us to think about from time to time and to chew on a little bit, because people will talk about the purpose of the church differently based on where they have their focus. You know, so I imagine that from the, the world's point of view and from the world's opinion, uh, they're going to focus on what we have to offer in the world, things like mercy or community, maybe education. Um, and they're going to say, well, that's the purpose of the church. Um, for some people, they look at, uh, at the church and they, they see it really through the lens of the law in terms of the things that uh, we would do and the behaviors that we would like to see changed on the basis of the law. And so if that's the purpose of the church is to bring the law into people's lives, maybe we start focusing more on doing good works or, or maybe establishing a society that's rooted in some kind of form of justice or the law that flows from the Bible. Um, and that's not a conservative or a liberal thing. That can actually go in both directions. Uh, and a lot of times people who are really focused on, on law in terms of Christianity, um, they become really, really dialed in on different forms of purity. And, and I think that this is something that's really interesting and might be going on in our society today. Uh, that's something we can talk about another time. Uh, and sometimes people, um, they get really focused on the gospel, which is, you know, sounds really good. You know, we're proclaiming forgiveness and everything. But sometimes when the focus on the gospel is excluded from the, the law, then it can become like lawlessness so that it doesn't matter what you do and you just do whatever you want. I think about Luther's comment uh, about sinners like you and me being like drunks trying to get on the horse. They get on one side and they come up to the middle and they fall over um, and then they try to get up from the opposite side and then they get up to the middle and they fall back on the other side. Um, so uh, we want to really think clearly about what is it that the scriptures tell us that we are about. And I think that my congregation has done this really well. And that's no, uh, no benefit to me. I'm not bragging. I'm not boasting. Uh, our church had this mission statement before I got here. And I am somebody who has adopted this as part of my life. Um, but that mission statement is a three-part mission statement. And it goes like this. Uh, gathering people to Christ, building believers in Christ, and serving the world as Christ. So last week, I talked about gathering people to Christ. This week, I'd like to talk a little bit more about building believers in Christ. And the passage that I think of when I think of building believers in Christ is in Colossians chapter 2, verse 6, where St. Paul writes this. He says, So then, just as you have received Christ Jesus as Lord, continue to walk in him, being rooted and built up in him, and established in the faith, just as you were taught, and overflowing with gratitude. I like this because it talks about being rooted and being built up. And those are kind of two different motions, two different uh, impetuses to get us into something that's bigger than where we are, building up. Uh, when we talk about being rooted, this is something that is more akin to organic root growth, uh, that there's something that is just natural about a Christian growing in the faith. 
being built up in the faith. And in this sense, the growth that we have, it's purely gift. The life that we live as Christians, it's, it's rooted in, it's a gift from the root, who is Jesus. And Jesus actually talks about this in John chapter 15, where he says, I am the vine and you are the branches. He says, apart from me, you can do nothing. There's this picture of him being the one that brings life to us and growth to us. He builds us up in this really natural kind of way. But then there's, there's also this built up in terms of almost like a strategic growth. And, and I think that this is part of our life as Christians too. And I think it speaks to habits and disciplines that we might take on as Christians that connect us to Jesus and connect us to his word where he's going to do that natural work in us. So Paul says in Philippians chapter 4 verse 9, Do what you have learned and received and heard from me and seen in me and the God of peace will be with you. In another place, he says, imitate me as I imitate Christ. So there's this this idea here that we look and we see things, behaviors, actions, disciplines, forms of devotion that we do that connect us to Jesus, things that we think about and habits that we take on to ourselves. So when we talk about building believers in Christ, We are talking about a supernatural process of the Holy Spirit producing fruit in us, causing growth, and the natural flow of that growth is to bring fruit. And uh, when we start asking, well, what's the fruit? I think we have a beautiful answer in Galatians chapter 5 when he talks about the fruit of the Spirit being love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, gentleness, self-control. Against these things, there is no law. And where do these things come from? They come from God's work in us in the word and in the sacrament. That as we receive the word, as we receive the word as it's connected to those visible elements in the sacraments, God is doing work in us to make us alive and to bring things about in us and to build us up the same way that a a tree or a vine grows. But I also think that there's room here to talk about some habits of devotion. Because in Acts 2.42, the very first Christians after Pentecost uh, are described as being devoted to the apostles' teaching, um, to uh, the breaking of the bread, to the fellowship, and and to prayer. So when we think about what kinds of things are we devoted to, what are the things that we build our lives around, I, I like to see that deep connection to God's word. Or as a a professor of mine uh, has said, that devotion is the deep reverence of an individual for a particular article of the Christian faith. In other words, there's this deep reverence for something that God teaches us in the Bible, in the scriptures. And that, that deep reverence is going to manifest itself. It's going to be expressed in a variety of, of, of ways. It can be contemplative or it can be active um, and as these things take place, it becomes kind of clear that the Holy Spirit is at work in that time and, and in that place. So, some habits to consider for building believers in Christ. Uh, five of them. And the first one is regular worship attendance. Now, <laughs> the key word there would be regular. Um, but uh, uh, when we think about regular worship attendance, when I was a kid, regular worship attendance meant weekly, that you were in worship 
every Sunday. Um, that is something that has shifted in our culture. And I think that if you want to be built up in Christ, being in the Lord's house is an important part of uh, where we can turn to be built up. Because when we come to church, uh, it is really about God delivering his gifts to us. That we hear the word, and in the word, the spirit works in us. It convicts us of sin, but it also proclaims forgiveness to us. It's at church that we see the baptismal font, and then we're reminded of our baptism. I'm not saying these things can't help and happen outside of the worship service, but this is an important place for that to happen for us. And I frankly think that this is one of the easiest things for us to take on in terms of a habit. The second habit I would recommend uh, is Bible reading and prayer. You know, I'm not talking about spending a half an hour or an hour, um, but finding some time to read the scriptures and to pray. Uh, in fact, uh, I am looking at a, a read through the Bible program starting in January that I'm going to roll out for the congregation, and there will be information about that on here as well. And, um, and, and we'll take some time to read the same parts of the scripture, walk through that together, and spend some time praying. Uh, another thing that we can do is, is Bible study. You know, the Word of God is living and active. It works in us. That's, that's why, you know, when I think of, of growth, I think of, you know, worship, I think of uh, scripture reading, I think of Bible study. The, these are, I think these are kind of low-hanging fruit, honestly. And, and so when I talk about Bible study, you could do uh, what we're doing here at my church where uh, I'm teaching a class on Romans right now. Um, there are other forms of Bible study. We have small groups here, and a lot of churches offer different forms of Bible study, uh, and these are often connected to prayer as well. Uh, I, I like one of the things that we do here at our church also in terms of, uh, of a habit to consider uh, for being built up in Christ, and that's our small group ministry, or it's also called Christ Care Ministry here at Gloria Day. And here you gather with brothers and sisters in Christ, and you spend time just sharing your life, spend some time thinking about a scripture passage, and also a little time in prayer together. And the, the, fifth, the fifth habit that I would offer to you is maybe a little bit more challenging than the others, and that is service in the name of Jesus. And please catch that last part, service in the name of Jesus. Service is very important in our world. Helping others is extremely important. But to do this in the name of Jesus, what I'm trying to say is that our care for others and the things that we do to serve, whether it's leadership in the church or helping uh, at a, a soup kitchen or helping uh, at a, uh, a shelter that hands out clothes uh, or even just you know, cleaning up the environment, that these things are driven by what God's word teaches you about the importance of each of those activities. That your faith is what's driving you to those things. Because when those things become rooted in your faith, they're taking you back to God's word and, and, and it's building you up. So five habits to consider. A regular worship attendance, uh, Bible reading and prayer, Bible study, uh, small groups, um, and, and service. And you know, pray about that. See if there's something that fits for you. And uh, I want to say thank you 
for being with me. I also need to give a shout out and a thank you uh, to uh, a, a woman from my congregation named Amy. Uh, Amy is the one who makes the pretty graphics uh, at the beginning of these. And uh, um, if, if that if that first part looks good and there's a nice slide that, that advertises this, that, that's Amy. And uh, you know, so thank you to her as well. Um, if this is something that has been a benefit to you, if it's been a blessing to you, um, please like it, share it, um, send comments, whatever. Um, but uh, I hope that you, there's something going on in your life that's helping to build you in Christ. And uh, hopefully I'll see you on Sunday. God's blessings. Mm-hmm.